welcome. Welcome. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> We've got to get better at this. I thought you were going to finish and say welcome to the thinking tree. Oh, I know. I should have, shouldn't I? Welcome to the thinking tree, uh, where we will be engaging in conversation about a word yet again via the medium yes. of metaphorical tree climbing, which hopefully by now makes sense to you. If not, all will be revealed in a few moments. Um, do some tree climbing. Yeah, some metaphorical tree climbing, of course. Have you done any actual tree climbing this week, Jess? No, but I bet you have. Have you? Um, I've climbed. I've climbed a few, a few trees. I think with with my kids. Yeah. Uh, basically, I mean, I was a bit spoiled for choice because I went to a park that was just, I mean, perfect tree uh, climbing trees everywhere. Oh. It was like a tree climbing. Oh, that was nice. Bonanza. Oh, it was amazing. <laughs> so yeah. Um, and then I well, also been went... anywhere with any trees. None that I could have climbed up. No parks or no. anything? No. No. Okay. That's weird, isn't it? But I, I'm trying to think. But I don't think I've been near a tree climbing tree. No. Well, I Maybe mean, I, I just need to become more adept at finding the tree climbing trees. Yeah, perhaps your eyes need to be opened more to the possibility. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it just, you know, it, it, it just so happened that I stumbled upon lots of tree climbing trees this week. So, uh, and in fact, a hidden one during Game of Hide and Seek. So that was great. great fun as well and i'm also reading a book about tree climbing tree climbers guide yep it's a tree climbing for grown-ups in it who live in cities i think so it's uh it's adventures in the urban canopy is is what it's i mean uh, i feel like that's quite a niche book but i didn't a little bit a book written just for you <laughs> no well unfortunately uh, so the introduction is excellent uh, but after that it mainly documents um his this this guy's uh, adventures tree personal tree climbing adventures but they all take place in london which is a little oh. bit disappointing because i can't i don't live in london so no i'm not really going to climb any of them but you know no there you go oh, so um anyway but you know if you fancy reading a book about tree climbing I will write the details in the show notes if you want to read it. But um, he does say something really, really cool in the intro, which kind of grabbed my attention, which was that, especially if you're in a city, you know, it's all quite grey and dull. Climbing a tree um, is is quite a fun and rewarding exercise to do, really, because you get a different view of the world from up there. Yeah. And, you know, a different perspective. Um, and And so that is our hope, actually, with these, podcasts that as we do this metaphorical tree climbing as we think about these words um at, at different levels that mm-hmm. it, it might give us a new perspective so um and especially if you're listening to these and, and you're not a christian some of these thoughts might be new or unusual and i just thought it, you know it's worth saying at the beginning that um yeah that that perhaps you know if you you come to this with an open mind that um that you might gain a new perspective as as you climb this tree with us um, and we'd also love to hear other people's thoughts because you know none of, we're never going to be able to discuss a word um you know perfectly we're never going to be able to be exhaustive in, in 20 minutes yeah. are we um so yeah. it would be great to hear if other people have got further thoughts on any of these words or, or, or other thoughts that that it would be interesting to to hear about so please do get in touch if you have any further thoughts and 
if there are any other word suggestions as well, I guess, which is... Yes. Yeah, good point. That would be great to hear because eventually we're probably going to run out of ideas, aren't we? Yeah, I mean, there are a lot of words in the world, but... There are... Yeah, you're right, actually. <laughs> we probably probably won't run out. But uh, I would but love to Interesting have words. Yeah. Need some yeah. suggestions. Yeah. yeah. And that, you know, there's no... Um, there's no... <laughs> I don't know. I was going to say... There's no rules on the word, although we won't necessarily accept them all. For example, somebody did suggest spatula to me. Ooh. I mean, I mean, we could do it, but I... <laughs> okay. Should we get going then? Should we? Um, should we just remind people quickly what the what the process is? Yeah. Well, uh, we're going to look at the tree, and then we're going to sit in the tree, and then we're going to climb the tree. <laughs> yeah. Uh, by which you mean we're going to by looking at the tree. <laughs> We're going to quickly chat about some some fun or maybe trivial things, things that pop into yeah. our mind when we think of that word. And then when we sit in the tree, we're going to reflect a bit more because that's what you do when you sit. That's what I do when I sit in a tree, reflect, mm. um, kind of think about you know how how does this word feel, how does it fit into the wider framework of of the world and and things like that. Um, so at that point, we're going to be discussing important things, and then finally, we're going to discuss ultimate things, I suppose. Um, so thinking yeah. even even higher thoughts about that word, and um, and that's the point where we're we're going to bring in um, what does the Bible have to say about this this word? Uh, yeah. So let let's start then. So so the word this week is da 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 invisibility. Invisibility. I mean yeah. that that is a cool word, isn't it? So what does it make you think of, Jess? You know, when people ask you the question, if you could have any superpower, what would you have? Yeah. I'm always torn between invisibility and flying. Interesting. And I think yeah. I would land on, I don't know. Oh, gosh, I still don't know. See, I thought I would land on invisibility. So therefore, this would be a good thing to talk about. But that's what it makes me think of. They're, the, my, they're my two things. And invisibility, I feel like, could probably be used for like greater good. Because you could like sneak into, I don't know, you'd be an excellent spy, wouldn't you? Because people would know you were there. So... As long as you mm. use your powers for good, you could be quite helpful. Yeah, I mean, that's um, the same with any power, I suppose, isn't it? But flying, I just think, would be fun. But that doesn't help us for this podcast, because that's not our word. <laughs> <laughs> well, unless the word was flight, perhaps. Yes, but, but another time. But what about not... you? Yeah, well, I was thinking of superpowers as well. But my thought was, so I never I never lean towards invisibility. So I always think, what would I do? Huh. I mean, obviously, like Harry Potter found it very useful, didn't he? Having his invisibility cloak. He does, yeah. Um, and he did use it for, you know, sneaking around the castle at night and stuff like that. But I, I, you see, I always felt, felt very tense in those parts of the Harry Potter uh, books. Okay. When, he, yeah. you know, is he going to be discovered? And I think yeah, I would be okay. too scared to do that myself. I don't, I don't know. But I mean, someone, that... yeah, because someone could knock into you, couldn't they still? Like, you don't, you still have a... Yeah, that would be a bit scary. I mean, I, I was just thinking, would I, what would I even do if I was invisible? And the, the only thing that came oh, to my mind, I don't know why, is perhaps to go on some massive stage or something during a performance. I don't know, like the so the Lion Kings in the theatres around here at the moment. Yeah. And what if, you know, if I was invisible, I could go on the stage and kind of do a silly dance um, <laughs> and, then, and then have people applaud you yeah I feel like everyone's applauding me but no one would yeah. would know I was there so that's the that for some reason that was the only useful thing well not even useful but that's the only thing I could think of 
that um invisibility would be <laughs> would be useful for um but there you go to be able to go on stage without the nerves you know because nobody's mm -hmm. looking at me yeah that was really yeah. well <laughs> was all... i feel like that's terribly and more swayed now between you know to picking invisibility as my superpower over flying with that okay. suggestion that sounds like fun really i persuaded you that a silly dance on a big stage could yeah. could be yeah worthwhile yeah okay interesting so shall we let's let's sit in the tree then yeah reflect okay. a bit more um i mean there's it, it's worth saying as well there are many different ways that directions up the tree branches that we could climb about this word because there are different ways you can take it and jess and i we like we we don't know which direction we've taken it in do we we haven't really we haven't actually discussed no, this before that would be so, a surprise yeah. yeah. So I'm interested to know, Jess, what what um, what was the next level of thinking that you you came up with about this word? Well, weirdly, when I actually thought about it sensibly, I actually the, like the thing. I suppose this is something that first popped into my mind, really. But the thing that, like in society, culturally, when we talk about invisibility and people being invisible. It isn't like a fun superhero thing, is it? It's mm. more like people are actually missed out, aren't they? It becomes like a bad, like if you can't see somebody, then you can't see how to help them because mm. you can't see them. Maybe yeah. literal invisibility could be quite cool, but maybe metaphorical yeah. invisibility in the world, not yeah. so good. I even think that literal invisibility might only be fun for a short time and then it would wear off when you realised just that, that actually... No one can see you. No one can interact with yeah. you. It'd be very lonely, wouldn't it? You, you, you yeah, know. it would be if you were visible all the time. Yeah, it would. So really lonely. So yeah. So I so, suppose. I mean, how would you define metaphorical invisibility then? You know, what sort of people do you think might feel invisible? Um, I, I guess people who maybe have an illness that that no, not many people have, like something that's quite rare. So no one really understands them. Mm. Um, no one can. There isn't anyone who can empathise with what they're going through. It'd be quite hard. Mm. Um, I don't know. They see yeah. my thoughts went from silly superhero-ness to like to seriousness. I suppose the key thing that I picked on that you said that nobody understanding. So I think yeah. that's um, that's a big thing, isn't it? So so perhaps if you're um, you're in a different country that's not your own, you might equally yeah. feel invisible because you're not really known properly you're not understood yeah um, yes yeah that's what it's about isn't it not being known or understood mm. yeah and even I mean you might have a might have a, a disability that that is understood but if you're if that means you're not able to take part in things mm. in a way that many others are then again you might feel excluded or you know on the edges or you know that that yeah. might lead to invisibility yeah. Yeah, I, I was kind of thinking of, of similar things, really. Yeah, feeling of maybe being overlooked or or not understood similarly. I, mean, I think that can be quite a painful experience, can't it? And yeah, so I was kind of, then my mind went to, okay, so how do we solve the invisibility problem? And I I, I kind of thought there are two two ways I could that came to my mind that we might attempt to solve an invisibility problem. So we might... Okay try to I, I'd like blaze a trail you know become a, a spokesperson yeah. for for whatever 
that makes yeah. us feel invisible. Um, we might want to, yeah, find a voice, attempt mm-hmm. to, to make ourselves heard and seen, um, which, you know, isn't a bad thing. Uh, but does it solve the invisibility problem? I'm not sure. Um, or secondly, we might we might just try and stop caring about about being visible or invisible. You know, we might just think, yeah. well, I'll just sort of try and fade away into the background. I just won't care. I'll just try and be content. And again, that might also not be a bad thing. But I'm not sure that either are a great solution. I I, I wonder if you know the the a better solution might involve those things but yeah that those things would be the 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 fruit not the root cause i don't know that you know they're the, the result not, yeah, not yeah, the yeah. cause. yeah not the thing and not like the thing in and of themselves but yeah but out, outworkings of something better yeah so i i wondered if we might actually need to climb the tree to get a more satisfying answer but i don't know are you ready to climb the tree yet or are you still are you still reflecting no, are you still let's down? climb the tree because it's a we're in a sad place at the moment so yeah the yeah let's let's get get up there quickly <laughs> yeah um okay so what i mean I, you know i've just set up a problem so i probably need to um resolve it yeah but go on, you're fix, welcome fix the to problem. yeah well my my mind goes to genesis 16 Ooh, yeah. That's not, where, got... that's not where my mind went. <laughs> Go. Um, so in Gen- Genesis 16 is really interesting. There's um, Abraham and Sarah, who at that point were called Abraham and Sarai. That was their their old names, and mm. they are um, they're kind of a, a, a painful stage um, themselves because they have been promised this, this amazing promise that they're going to have children um, that are going to be more numerous and ancestors that are going to be more numerous than the stars of the sky and and you know the lord has promised that to to this guy uh, and his wife abram and sarai and yet they are very very old and there isn't really much doesn't seem to be much hope of of this promise ever being fulfilled and so sarai has a brainwave and she thinks well i can't have children so but look, I've got this slave, this Egyptian slave, Hagar. Um, no, she doesn't even say her name. She just says, I've got this Egyptian slave. Well, we know she's called yeah. Hagar. Um, so Abraham, why don't you sleep with her and have children through her? So that's her kind of, she's trying to find a solution to this this problem that the promise isn't, isn't being fulfilled. And so Abraham sleeps with Hagar. She becomes pregnant. And then things start to get awkward and messy, as as you can imagine they would. And and Hagar ends up being um, being being sent away and and going out into the desert and wandering around. And as she's wandering around in the desert, feeling pretty hopeless, feeling pretty invisible. I mean, she's she's yeah, she couldn't really be more invisible. Mm. Like her her needs have not been seen in any way. She's been used by by the people that should have seen her understood her um yeah helped her affirmed her and, and and yet they they haven't and um and and the lord speaks to her um he calls her by name and um, speaks to her gently and uh, promises that that great things will happen with her as well and and there will be uh, plans that will be fulfilled through her son and she responds by 
giving God a name. And she's the first person actually in the Bible to, to give the Lord a name, to assign a name to him. And she says, you are the God who sees me. And I just think that's wonderful because this woman who is really in, in the eyes of, of the world, in the eyes of the people that, that should have loved her the best, the people closest to her, she was no one, she was nothing. And yet she finds in the Lord visibility, like she's seen by him. And yeah. that's a real, that, that really starts to undo, I think, the, the, the invisibility problem in her and, and and so and she actually does a difficult thing which is to go back to that difficult situation um and and she can do that i think because she is seen by god um which is amazing and and so you know i whether or not she then found found a voice or, or was content in her invisibility I don't know, but I feel like that's that's a good starting point um, for for us as well. If we feel invisible um, or overlooked or misunderstood, is to to really get to know the God of the universe who sees us, who knows our name, um, and and then you know, and that that might give us confidence to to speak out more, mm. um, to help people understand us, and it might um, may, mean that we're more content. But I think we need to start with with God who sees us. And I think also it, I mean, I need to hear what you, you want to say as well in a minute, but I think it also gives us a good framework for helping us to see other people around us as well, to be to be more aware yeah. of people who might be um feeling invisible and to to be better at seeing their needs and and looking out for them. Anyway, that that was that was where my mind went. Where did your mind go? Well well kind of I mean, as you've been speaking, the the thing that was on my mind, and this is how it, it how it links in, is that. So I suppose one of the things that's difficult with trusting that maybe God can see us is that we can't see Him, and that's mm. often a big, uh, massive thing for lots of people. I think that actually we just we can't see Him. You know, we can't. We don't. Mm. There is, you know, we we trust Him. We trust in something invisible that we can't see. Yeah, and um. And yeah, so there's a bit in Colossians, isn't there, chapter one, which is like this amazing description of Jesus. And it starts with the son, like Jesus is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. So this is Mm. Jesus, like he's the one who came to show us God. So if we want to know God who is invisible, then we look at Jesus. And I know we can't see him, but he was a person who walked the earth and we've got these really accurate accounts of his life that mm. that others that aren't in the bible that other historians have corroborated and um you know all that kind of stuff so you know we can look at jesus and we can see god you know so then yeah. there is this god who who does see us so we could feel invisible and we're stupid but we're seen by god but also we might be thinking yeah, but isn't but he's invisible how do i know he's there mm. and actually jesus is the one that points us to him yeah, that's a really good point. No. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, and you see Jesus' life, all that compassion, all that compassion from Genesis 16, you see that compassion in Jesus' life, don't you, for people? Like oh, he saw the people. Yeah. He saw the people around him all the time. He saw the ones, you know, like Luke's gospel is all topsy-turvy, isn't it? Like the one that Jesus loves, all the people that Jesus loves are all the poor people, all the outcasts, all the people yeah. who were like the edges of society, who were seen by nobody. Jesus saw them. Yeah, I was thinking that. The woman who kind of interrupted the the religious party and all these yeah. religious people were there kind yeah. of like 
tutting that this woman had kind of was doing something yeah. outrageous and Jesus was like no this woman has done a wonderful beautiful thing yeah. for me and he yeah he and saw Zacchaeus her up the tree yes yeah, who Zacchaeus, was trying like, to be invisible up a tree he was trying to hide he wasn't was he was trying and he couldn't manage oh, it oh up a tree as well hello no I I was thinking of that Jesus saw him and he didn't want to be seen did he but but actually no. you know I'm sure afterwards he was glad that he was because Jesus yeah. really really saw him and knew him and and got him and um yeah yeah no that that that's great yeah isn't it i just think it's so gracious of, of the lord really to to make himself visible uh, in those different ways in mm. um like you say in jesus and, and also there's um a verse in romans one i don't know did you look this up jess um for since the creation of the world god's invisible qualities his inter- eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen being yeah. understood from what has been made so that people are without excuse so even even before god kind of made himself known to us in that that direct way in jesus we also ha- have always been able to see something of what he's like from from the wonderful things that he's made um so yeah. that's pretty cool as well it's very cool great well i think we we've start we've done quite a good a good attempt at, at climbing the tree there haven't we I think there's yeah, loads think more so. that you probably could say, but I mean, I'd love to hear if anyone else has thoughts on, on invisibility, because um, I'm sure there are many, many more thoughts mm. we could have. But I guess to summarise what where I think we've got to, is that we can we can know the one who is invisible, so he he's made visible by what he's made yeah. and by his son who walked among us, and that when we feel invisible, we can take comfort and courage from the fact that God sees us. That well, that was kind of where I landed. If you can land in a tree, that was that was the branch I got to. <laughs> Excellent, that's a great branch. <laughs> it's a good branch to be. And in, it's actually. helpful because I felt quite sad about my thinking, like my sitting in the tree about invisibility. I was like, oh, this is a bit depressing. I don't like this. Um, I mean, it's true, and we should face up to those things. But actually, they yes. have that, have an answer, doesn't it? Like there is, there is, there is hope there. Oh, definitely. Yeah. What the Bible yeah. Says. Did that happen? Has that happened in, with previous words? Not so much. Maybe some words would be more no. like that. But there's yeah, a bit more um, tension and resolution that needs yeah. to happen. Yeah, no, they haven't, have they, particularly? We just had thoughts about yes. the words. Well, this one's been a bit more of a roller coaster. Uh, great. Well, do we, we have a word for the next one? We do, don't we? Should we reveal We do it? have another. Yeah, I think we should. Yeah, so it is table. Ooh, I wonder if there'll be any tension and resolve with table. I know. Um, yeah, I don't know yet. I'm, I'm excited to find yeah. out. But uh, I, I think, uh, I mean, it's quite different to, to this. It is isn't quite it? different. So, uh, I look so forward to it, though. Already my brain is going. My, my mind is whirring. Excellent. Well, I'll save it for next time, though. Look forward to chatting again next time. Will do. Bye. Bye.